night sort of cooked. There, there was some low points. I can understand where some low scores came from, but thought there was some stuff that was also meaty and moved things forward and was enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm the six. I came in here six on the brain and then thought, uh, I don't know. I thought I'd be, I thought I'd be not wet blanketing, but I thought like, oh, tonight I'm going to be aligned with the chat. And I was over, overshooting. Maybe two guys that maybe weren't here reviewing Dynamite last week, which was, <laughs> which was, which was very good. Um, Do you think that played a role that we have watched Dynamite a hundred and million weeks in a row, one week <laughs> off, and we're like, man, ready for some wrestling? <laughs> could be. It literally could be. Well, let's find out what it was. Uh, February 21st, AW Dynamite kicks off from Tulsa, Oklahoma. You ever been to Oklahoma, Zeus? No, sir. Five Home of the OKC nine. Thunder, the Flaming the average Lips. average was 5.29. There we go. Zoob's on the money. You said 5.25, didn't you? Uh, yeah, I thought it was, uh, yeah, around there. Wow, Matt, thank you. Matt, did you do that calculation? Yeah, I oh. figured, you know. I thank do, you. Look at I this. Could, I could do a little producing. Yeah, well, <laughs> Wet your beak. I like it. I'm impressed, frankly. Yeah, me too. John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli representing the Blackpool Combat Club here taking on FTR. This is a very familiar spot for us, Zoob, something we've praised many times. It's a hot tag match in the opener of Dynamite. This is sort of spiritually aligned with what the show promised to be out the gate. And I think these are four guys that were largely interested in seeing wrestle. Um... Both feel like teams here to me, even though Mox and Claudio are two guys from a faction. Are they the tag combination of BCC we've seen most, or would that be Claudio Wheeler? What do you think, James? Yeah, top of my head, I, I want to say Claudio Wheeler. I feel like we saw a lot of Wheeler in tag teams for like an extended stretch, where this is like this is probably your aces, your uh, your like a pairing. Um, I think your most commonly used lineup is probably uh claudio and, and wheeler just in terms of volume yeah i think that's probably and there's probably more claudio and wheeler matches that we also haven't seen wheeler's presence on ring of honor so even if yeah it seems safe that that's the guess but it's just interesting to point out because you consider bcc's foundation is the mox brian feud and then william regal pairing they are the the tag team of bcc or at least they should be but they, we never really get it. We never got that promise fulfilled. And Zoops, doesn't that feel so long ago? Will Regal, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, BCC has had legs. I would be curious to see its runtime relative to the Shields. Um, of course, that's probably what John Moxley's faction history will be most remembered as at this point. But BCC could eclipse it. They've been together for a while. Yeah, I guess they have. I, Regal hasn't been around forever. Mox and Claudio work together to be sluggers in this match, which is a heavily striking focus-based match here, Zoobs. These guys are, obviously, it's Claudio spamming the uppercuts, but Mox is just sort of bombing some straight rights. These guys are being stiff with each other. The cash headbutt uh, spot on top of Dax, they put him over on commentary as one of the best strikers in AEW, and he just wants to double down on this being his character, sort of a Jerry Lawler punches and pile driver guy. But the beginning of this match was extremely, extremely strike heavy. And I was snapped right into it, incredibly into it, but peaking with the Claudio double backdrop spot. I just thought that this was pedal to the metal. I greatly enjoyed how stiff these guys were working. And it's teams that I basically as interested in as anybody. Was this as meaty to you as it was to me? Two, two big Claudio Castagnoli guys, you and I. 
For sure, buddy. Uh, this is, you know, when I talk about viewing the whole episode through a positive lens and I talk about um, the benefits that that gets you, I think even, maybe even more than I realized until tonight was like the first match really does set a lot of tone for me in terms of like when I yeah. when I sort of feel um, that the show hasn't hasn't hooked me and it's half an hour in, that's when it's like, the next 15 minutes suffers and if that 15 minutes isn't in now i'm like boy we're at halfway mark of the show i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to step up and 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 like be a little more active here i, I think this I is the sort of that. stuff that spiritually and literally like is, is the reason that we're to making sure that we're there at eight is the reason that we're tuning in like the people's main event almost it can can be this um opening match a lot of the time i know intentionally rampage was structured like that for a little bit but it's also true of dynamite like i, I find these as real tone centers and i thought it puts me in a good mood and makes me look forward to the rest of the show knowing like this is the bar that they're setting out of the gate we're getting ftr which um just getting them back to basics establishing a tag division having those guys get out there and wrestle good matches is like such an easy tonic and yeah as you said a, a tag team that i'm really interested in and in, in a um two guys who can sort of fit into anywhere and will make it work and and can work with anybody and you're like excited to see them work with another really you know a pair that's top end at what they do which is tag team wrestling and um having just enough as you say you know being being in a faction and being a tag team be not the tag team but being a tag team um buys you also some goodwill on the like it's not two single singles guys going the distance with with a great tag team. It's like four guys that are that are damn good at this. And I, you know, Mox and Claudio technically have history as good tag team wrestlers, championship tag team wrestlers. So um, there's a lot to it. There's a lot on the bone, and I'm I'm glad they did uh, time limit draw and let's do the pay per view. I think why not? You got these guys, you got this talent on your roster. You got guys not with not a lot else to do, and you. Boom, you easy-baked a feud. We got, we got great wrestling. Not that hard. I like framing it like that, easy-baked a feud, because it is almost that easy. I want to shout out Sludge Williams in the chat because he was in the Wrestling Brain Discord tonight, which, of course, you can join at patreon.com slash j0shc. $5 a month gets you into that Discord. You could be talking about wrestling 24-7, away from the morons on Twitter, away from the hells of social media, and into the Discord. You'll also get Dynamite Flashback on Fridays, where I cut a little 15-minute video looking at my books of yesteryear, Dynamite that week three years ago, patreon.com slash j0shc. What Sludge Williams said in their zoobs is that he would do this as a dog collar match. Wow. Match. Right away. Uh, I love that idea. How does that hit your ears? And, and it, do you think it's too soon, given Jay Briscoe's horrible passing being tied to FTR? Is it too soon to return to that well I think it's too soon, not for the Jay Briscoe of it, but for this pairing. I think I think you can get sure. there with this grouping. I don't know that two weeks from now at Revolution needs to be when we when we do that. FTR is very good at going out there and having the pay per view match and and being like, damn, that was a plus plus, and I still feel like they could do it again and add things. Yeah, and that's when we get the the stipulations and the great stuff. I I don't hate the idea of the match, and I think they should get there. I wouldn't run it at Revolution though. G. Ritchie floating tag Texas death. I don't mind that idea either. But yeah, maybe one more that has a result. And then if they need to rematch, you get the stipulation. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind. The time sometimes is just now in wrestling. And these guys feel, it feels in the way that they built this. They want it to be violent and, uh, you know, dogs ready to, to be attacking one of the starved dogs. What am I trying to say? Starved dogs are to attack each other because they're hungry. And the other dog is cooking dinner mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. they want. 
It's their favorite food. They both have found out the other dog's favorite food and are cooking it, but not eating it. They're starving and want the others. And that is this situation. Whew. You are sharp as a... Just, what is it? <clears throat> hold Katana. on. Uh, give me a moment to for my soul to return to my body, as obviously it was implanted in Josh's body for a moment there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm picking up the slack uh, for, for Maddie here tonight. And shout out, as you mentioned, Sludge Williams. Uh... Joining Fatherhood Gang and, and watching Wrestling Brain Day One, saying hello, new person, welcome to Earth. This is Wrestling Brain. Think of order. what a GWGI his child is going to be. Oh my goodness! This this person, eight years old, gonna have, you have like a Zooms level wrestling IQ. You could just see it. You start because you know how they say it, kids they can learn languages when they're early. Right? I couldn't learn a language now, but yeah. at two I could have learned anything. I'm always saying this. Imagine if you had seen like. Hokuto Kandoria too. It, I know it's it's incredible, it, and that is that is so deadly true. My son learns things in one shot every time. It's really fucking wild to watch. What a genius! Your son's smarter than the average bear, though. I don't know if there's a way to prove that, but he well, seems. I got smart. a good senses. Yeah, he walks and talks. Which is all I can ask for. Doing better than some of us. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out Cash Wheeler, who does one of my favorite things. I, I like when people do move interruptions that uh-huh. look uh-huh. unnatural because you know sometimes you're interrupting a move but it almost looks like you're doing another move whereas cash wheeler just rushes a guy at his legs in the middle of a move stumbling him up it always looks dangerous and like what you would do if somebody had your friend you know you're oh, they're holding them over your head you know it, it's uh it's cool it's aggressive and i don't really feel like anyone else d- does it uh, just these these shot blocks mid move. Maybe guys hate taking it. I'm not sure, but I want to shout him out. I thought it looked great. Yeah, yeah. He's got an unorthodox style. Not 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 easy to pin down. Sort of like how we how to describe him in a handful of words. You know, definitely. Yeah, maybe we should work on that. Two months from now, we're gonna describe Cash Wheeler in a couple of words. Stay tuned for that. That's big. That's a big build for the summer. By all in, we'll by all in. By all in, this channel will have found a way to describe Cash Wheeler in a handful of words. All in's kind of soon. Maybe maybe full uh, gear next year. Yeah, full gear next year. By full That's gear fair. next year, yep. we will have found a way to describe Cash Wheeler in a few words. That's pretty good. That's We built stakes for a future event and also established. It's not hard for us. Yeah. It's just so good booking. Shield. A powerplex and then a shatter machine at 19 minutes and 55 seconds. Dak scrambles for the pin, but he cannot get it before the 20-minute draw time limit. The four teams, Mox still selling the effects of the Shatter Machine, sort of look up one another, look uh, one another up and down. The crowd wants them. There's mixed popcorn chance, a fight forever, five more minutes, all this sort of thing. And then without any sort of Tony Khan is announced, these two teams just get back to it, which I actually think is a cool bit of subversion instead of, you know, we're all expecting one thing. These teams actually dislike each other. They don't need the, this isn't about the rules. And Dax points this out in the post-match promo. It's about kicking their asses. And so the time limit's neither here nor there. But the official result, Zoobs, a 20-minute draw to open up AEW Dynamite. I thought this was great. That'll do nicely. Let's, let's do this every week. Yeah, I agree. This exact match? Uh, Something akin to this. Yeah, something akin. Yeah, not this exact. Although... If you told me it was a best of 53 series between these sure. two teams yeah, and every year on for a whole year on dynamite, and then culminating at the 53rd show. What if there's a year is completed? I would be into that. It's a good idea too. 
Thank it's a good you. idea too. Those are two good ideas. Is Slack still here? Let's run it in on meltdown. Slack, best of fifty-three <laughs> in one night. You guys would do. You guys would do it in one night. It's a one night fifty-three falls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one match, fifty-two weeks long. The guys are negotiating sleep. That's 52 meltdown. week, fifty-two week Iron Man match. <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad either. You're like sleeping on your stomach so you don't get pissed. We're two for two in like what are some what are two good long term booking ideas? Fifty two week Iron Man match is a good idea. Not it's bad. also how many times can you pin the other guy in a year? That's I love pretty, it. That's pretty fucking good. You have a whole year to, and you guys are in other feuds. Hundred percent living life. It's not like you're focused on, but just when the opportunity arises. That's fucking good. That's a really good idea. I hate I hate to gas you're, us up. You know me. I hate when we compliment ourselves. Nothing I like less. Got some brains in the chat for the zoops. I think we did it. Fifty-two week Iron Man match. We got. We got to start a fucking. We got to start getting people in and and and. I know. I know. We have you. You've proven yourself with the BBCW. We got to start getting a Fed going. Anybody can just hire the wrestlers. We established that. Right, you just you're idiots. That part's easy. You just you just quite frankly, they're money. idiots. You say go out and have a match, and they do it. That's their job. The, the match like, is actually the, the easiest part about wrestling. The hardest part is having ideas. Real, real quick, That's real quick for you literally guys. True. As yeah. I'm sure you have it all planned out, but I thought I'd uh, ask one question: um, Is there just going to be a big pile of turds in in either corner? Uh, uh, no, no, they're not confined to the ring the whole time. It's like they 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 yeah, get in the, the ring. They, he thinks they're living in the ring the whole 52 weeks. Oh no, no! It's like the no. They come out of the ring. Rules. They shake they all shake year hands, long, everywhere. Shake hands, referees the belt, and then they go their separate ways. You have fifty-two weeks. To fifty-two do whatever, weeks. At all Why times, would you? Yeah, you, 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 you got weeks at a time. You could go on vacation. You could you could go up. You could go up one fall and then leave the city. You better hope that guy doesn't find out your find your plane ticket though. Oh my goodness! This I'd be I'd be. I mean, this is maybe bad to admit. But I'd be dosing my opponent. You know, I'd give him, I'd, I'd give him that stuff that, and then they, they're out, and then I pin him a million times. I'd probably, yeah. and then I'm going in a submarine. I'd probably poo in the corner like instantly. Pile of turds is a weird way to say it. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> is there a pile of turds? Is a really strange way to broach the just where they're living. Just, yeah, just asking. I get it. Just asking. Uh. Can I correctly pointing out 52 week a year uh, Iron Man match is not dissimilar to Slaughter Sport, the one true rule set, become the best fight, the greatest fighter on earth, become Slaughter Sport. Don't be ridiculous, Matt, says the chat. Yeah, <laughs> first episode ever. Renee Paquette, former coworker of the Zoobs, is backstage with Orange Cassidy. And I like this. She sort of points out everything that's going on. She's like, you've actually had a really active couple weeks. They They injured Chuck. Trent's not in the building. He's not cleared. They've injured Rocky Romero. You're sort of alone. They've taken out the best friends. And now you've got to fight Roddy at the pay-per-view and his friends on the way. Oh, my goodness. That's that's so much. And he's just like, yeah, well, no problem. And, and it's Orange Cassidy. That's him. I thought it was cool, though, that Renee does a lot of the heavy lifting. Then they look at the doctor who's here to clear Orange Cassidy, and they're like, well, he's barely, he's barely cleared to wrestle. We did this with Orange Cassidy already. We can't do the Orange Cassidy's breaking down thing again. Um, also, I, doctor, are we doing uh, Trent Beretta is turning? Is that what's happening? 
I don't know. I've 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 been cold on the on the Orange Cassidy um packaging in the last little bit. I just thought I thought I thought as exciting as it was him recapturing that, it was like, man, that stunt that stunt the whole thing. He was catapulted. He was like, Oh, he can work with anybody. He can go all the way up the card. He's working with Mox. He's getting great stuff out of Mox. We hope he moves up versus stagnating. And now he's back doing the same storyline. Uh beating the same level of guys coming in there week in week out. I, I do hope there is something different, whether it's a, a, a Trent turn or a Trent and Chuck turn or something other than he breaks down too much and gets left alone. I would, I would look like he can, he can go up, he can move up. And um, maybe there is more for Roddy to have that belt than, than not. We just got to get these TV belts moving yeah. to have T and Christian and orange Cassidy both on, long tv reigns at the same time is it isn't working for me yeah and i i know orange cassidy versus matt taven was good last week and him and mike bennett's all right here but you just i'm not one of these guys you can trick into being invested in the kingdom yeah you, you can get some people you can't get old jay zero you, you you can you can bring me to that trough i'm not drinking I, I saw them try to make matt taven the world champion of ring of honor i was like what are we doing hair is what i was saying and he's a fine wrestler but my my level to get invested in these guys is extremely low and also don't forget that i hate them because of what they did to the aw world title scene last year it was a great match last week that is that, that is. was fun could have you know somebody else could have been in anyway this is the kind of match where you're supposed to it's supposed to be the i gotta hand it to him sort of conversation with matt taven yeah but me caring about you, you don't is the most important part of you being a wrestler <laughs> you know you don't have to hand it to him is what you're saying i mean you do kind of have to hand it to him, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. Do you or do you not have to hand it to him? <laughs> kind of. You, you kind of got to hand it to him. Um, Marvez is backstage. Ten more seconds and you guys would have won. He's talking to FTR. Sure. Listen, it's just a simple. We don't got a match at Revolution. They don't got a match at Revolution. Draw, no draw. I'm here to kick ass. Let's do it again. And then Mox and Claudio walk in and it takes the locker room to pull these guys apart. I thought this was a good intensity building. This is a good feud. You you made this feud appear not out of nowhere, but it is it feels very compelling and effective to the tag division based off of nothing flashy, nothing not seen before, but I thought well pulled off by everybody involved. Claudio is also awesome in these backstage pull apart. He just looks like a marauder. Can you imagine? Oh, I mean, it's different for you because you're the zoobs. You're six foot nine yourself, but Claudio rushing towards you, mad. That's a, that's a nerve wracking image. It's like a rhinoceros zoobs. Yeah, he's a real strong uh, physical specimen. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with everything you said there. They've, they've all of a sudden, look at all the interesting tag team wrestling on the pay-per-view. Huh, hum. I stroke my beard and say hum. Do you and Who's I kind of have a Mox and Claudio thing going on? Uh, yeah, we could. I never considered this before. Hang on. Yeah, you're, you're leather jacket, snaky. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm bald, beard, tall. Probably the strongest guy to ever live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then... I guess Slack is Brian Danielson and Matt is Wheeler Yuta. Yep. Sorry, Matt. No Matt. further conversation needed. That's Done. Okay. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> what are you going to do? Someone's got to be him. And he's, he's getting... Okay. And we move on <laughs> to the aforementioned Orange Cassidy versus Mike Bennett match. I wasn't able to get into this to a huge degree. Everybody's doing a good job, though. There's nothing slow or you know the, the the bar of what is serviceable for AEW television was definitely cleared 
It sets up a lot of run-ins. Uh, Roderick Strong. This causes the Orange Cast to spin around, take a big straight right to the dick. I thought this was a good punch from Mike Bennett. And then, who comes in? Orange Cassidy wins with a beach break on Mike Bennett, never in doubt. And then immediately is attacked by Roderick Strong and Matt Taven. And who comes for the save on Orange Cassidy's hoops? It's Jake Hager. <gasps> Gasp. I, I, I went, I went, what? I said, because I watched the show last week, but I watched it on Sunday. I was late watching Dynamite. Chilling. And I was like, what the hell did I miss? Is Why is Hager dressed like Orange Cast? Is he a best friend or something? No, it's a setup for a Rampage match. I guess it's cool that Orange Cassidy is well-liked and always has friends, but we got, this has got to be somebody besides uh, Jake Hager, no? They do that weird super faces thing where everybody who's a good guy likes each other and everybody who's a bad guy likes each other. And they don't really explain it. I guess Jake Hager just exists? Uh, question mark? They look similar. They look close enough similar. That dress the same, it's like a visual gag that could make Tony giggle once, which is, hey, more than I've done. Oh, Jake's an Oklahoma guy, too, Irish Factory 1's pointing out. So there we go. I guess they want to give him a big moment. That that actually locks it in. That's good. (laughs) Jake looked like Orange Cassidy with gigantism. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. All right. Fine match, but I'm just, I can't. Mike Bennett is so low. On the I basically forgot. Get interested in yeah. I basically forgot that this uh, had happened. To be honest, where where does he raise? Is he pretty low for you? Do you care more about Matt Taven? I guess so because it was a better match. I don't really. Yeah, listen, my my feelings in this faction have been well established, and I want to say Wardlow quits like the faction later on. Like already knew that, that was not going to work, so it's just like it's down to just the four of them. Question mark. Anyway. DOA. These guys have been DOA. And it's good. Maybe there's more... I can't even believe I've been saying this. Maybe there's more for the belt with 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 Roddy and these fucking guys we hate than the orange, like, we're doing the same thing over and over again. I know. The Zoobs and I. You're seeing the Sword and Shield chemistry. He lays me off accidentally for our first of three Keep It or Kick It's of the evening. Not bad, Zoobs. Keep It or Kick It, of course. A quick segment. I'm about to give a prompt from my wrestling brain. You subscribers are going to go down to the emote bar. You're either going to select Nice. The keep him out. Nice. Which means you like it. You love it. You want uh-huh. some more of it. Or the kick him out, which means you hate it. You despise it. You goddamn will never want to see it again. Zoobs, are you ready for the first of three? Keep it or kick it tonight. You bet. You bet. Keep it or kick it. This statement, Roderick Strong should beat Orange Cassidy for the international title at Revolution. What are people saying, Zeus? 
Thank you, Marlon Phillips, for the gifted to our good friend, Eric Hartman. Uh, Thank you to the original Swagman. Torque Penderloin keeps it. Marlon keeps it. Eric keeps it. Bobby Burritos keeps it. Niblitz kicks it. Albie, 19, keeps it. Sam Fells kicks it. Hi, it's me, RL, keeps it. Gritchy keep. Uh, Castle of Lear kick. C755 keep. And then keeps from Dark Lord DKL. OC and Best Friends and Sludge Williams. A kick from Pacefall. A keep from Danny DeRosha. Irish Mac 21, Giesbrecht, Mick Vanderhuge, and Skookum. Skookum, I want to say there were only three kickies in there, four kicks in there out of 20-ish votes. That's probably kickies. Kickies? Little kickies? I like that. Little kickies? Keep it or kicky. Keep it or kicky. Yeah. Four of 20 is uh, one-fifth. Which is twenty percent? No, not even. Not even. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Twenty percent. So eighty twenty. And how does that reflect your feelings on it, Zeus? I'm probably about the same. I'm probably like almost exactly eighty twenty. He probably should win it. Let's just move on with our lives. Let's let's get something here. I don't even like Roddy Strong. I don't like this group. Um, let's get something going. Orange should be going up. Should this should already have happened? We know we can put him anywhere. We know we can go with anybody. If, if there is the, always the overexposure risk, and I'd rather him overexposed at a high level than overexposed because he's fighting Matt Taven and uh, that's right, Mike Bennett every week. Um, yeah, that's right. And I and like I, my my distaste for Roddy in general. Um, you you there be matches more regularly that are sort of different matchups. I guess I don't know. It's hard to speak my, of myself. <laughs> low key, low key, <laughs> <gonna hit it. laughs> low key you do gotta uh, I don't think I don't. Uh, yeah, it's the the Roddy actually having the belt is the hardest place to talk about myself around it. But OC doesn't feel like he should have it anymore and should be moving on up. I agree with you and what Bobby Burritos is saying here. The situation is perfect for OC to lose the numbers game, so he can still move up. Yeah, lose from the Kingdom and Wardlow and whoever else assistance move up the card shout out to bobby burrito zoobs hosting in my stead meltdown this week wow. did a great job thank you bobby that was, that was a great a great watch how uh how was the homework catching up to, on the fed well i mean they did some stuff i i don't know that i really want to <laughs> that was my biggest because i was like man booking this thing wouldn't you know not envious not envious of the of the of the responsibility being bestowed they booked a six-man lucha match and called it the Custodio Classic. That, I mean, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, don't you think? It'd be honest, it's a little rude, right? Yeah, you know, that's yeah. how it works. <laughs> Got my asses right, Slack. No, it really was a great show. Bobby Bobby is uh, so great. And if you want to see what I can bring to the table, too, every Monday, WBCW <laughs> Meltdown, same time as AEW. Seven in the West, ten in the East, every Monday. Slack and I and Bobby, we're building our perfect wrestling federation in Fire Pro Wrestling. We book it. We watch the matches. We gamble on the matches. Huge part of it. Really, honestly, one of the parts of it I look most forward to. If you look down right now at chat, you're watching this right now. There's a little brain emote. There's a number beside that. You bet those bucks on the matches. It's a thrill. Come join us Mondays, WBCW Meltdown. And then if you need more, you say, oh, wrestling brain. Oh, my stomach. I have a hunger. We're here. We're the spoon, baby. Every Tuesday, if you type wrestling brain in on your little podcast app, you will see comics in the combat zone, as well as the terrible audio version of this that only nasty casties listen to. Oh, also tangentially, 
I didn't know our pal Fergie was a nasty casty. He's yeah, listened I, every week for years as a casty. He only I revealed know, this I to did, me the other day. I, I did know that. I knew that. You knew that? Yeah. I didn't know that. So I want to be clear. When I say I dislike the nasty casties, that obviously doesn't include Fergie. It's everyone else. I'll say this about the about the casties because I, I you know it's it's a it's a it's a um, it's a love note on my end, right? It's it's extra time at the end of the day, just part of my routine now. I get it up there for you folks. Um, if you were if you were if you were a little bit louder about watching the show, you would tip the scales in your favor for Josh. Yeah, the only reason I'm so mean to them is because they hardly exist to me, you know? Right. The The people who are here live are front and center, and they're... We're talking. Shouting, they're shouting their loves from the rooftops. It's very easy to say thank you for coming out. The nasty casties hide in the darkness. If, you, if every week you were tweeting out, great episode, fellas, at Wrestling Brain, here's a link to the show. I tell you, Josh's opinion would come around pretty quick, I like to feel. I'd be, I'd be giving you kisses on the mouth. Yeah. No question. Totally change. Or... The, you know, really, you know who doesn't get their flower soups? VOD Nation. Yeah. There's what? There's 50, 60 people here watching live at the after Dynamite. There's 130 people who sub to this channel. That's more than double. And you know what, the, the, what those people do, Zoops? Hmm. They pay the money. They watch yeah. the show. And we, we maybe don't thank them enough. Shout out VOD Nation. But no shout out to the Nasty Casties. Besides Fergie, who I love. So it's a little... It's tough. Yeah. You, you think you know it. somebody. G. Richie said, I was a casting due to work, but decided that shit can walk. That's right, G. Richie. That's right. You just be tired. Commit wage theft. Really easy to do. It rocks. You don't want you don't want to be working hard at work. No. Not if you can help it. Worst time to do it. Yeah, exactly right. Speaking of Mitch Hedberg, Maddie, do you know his bit about uh being hung over on their time? You got that one on the ready? I don't. Sorry, bud. That's Doug right. Stanhope. Oh, is that a Stanhope bit? <clears throat> I think so. Anyway, went to a Moving New York on. deli once, guys, and I got a sandwich. And they asked uh-huh. me if I wanted anything else. And you know what I said? Uh-huh. I said, "Yeah, a loaf of bread and some other people." I'm not getting that one. There's a lot yeah, of meat. Have that one there's, in... a lot of, there's a lot of meat on those uh, sandies, on those uh, sandwiches in a New York deli. Too so much have... meat is the. Too much meat is the. That's the. Oh. I don't know where we are in the show anymore. Do you know where we are in the show anymore? <laughs> <clears throat> a loaf of bread and some other. People. Is this still the show? Are we still doing the show? <laughs> Sorry, yeah, back to it. Uh, Renee Paquette, former coworker, is backstage with Angelo Parker, saying that he's going on a date with Ruby Soho. Uh huh. Oh my goodness, dude! A date with Ruby Soho. She walks into the frame. How is this? <laughs> How is this possible? How is it possibly? I thought this was God. How is it... I don't understand. I thought <laughs> like, I thought this was God. Like hearing a ghost. Like hearing my own voice calling me from outside my house. <laughs> oh my god anonymous oh my anonymous god. person sent it and people are saying they can't find it in the sound alerts i don't <laughs> know what happened bobby's yes. gonna remove this curious hey, curious shout out skookum skookum listen to this Zoops. 
That's not how I was too. I bartend every Wednesday night at a place that closes at 10. I run home, I put on Double Dudes, and I stream the West Coast TBS feed. So I'm literally starting to watch Dynamite right now. That's great. I love that. Thank you so much, Skookum. I love other option. Other option. And hear me out. Sure. When it's when, when the show starts, you just you go on your phone, you open Twitch. Don't even pay attention to it. Don't even pay attention to it. Just have it on in the background. We still get the view. Then you can listen. Then you can be VOD Nation and listen to it on the podcast later that day. That's He's the most really... heroic thing you could do. I thought I thought your sound alert was good. Me too. And I like that. I like that. <laughs> it, was, it was a very comfortable way to live. Were there always hordes in it? I don't know. I'm, it's, it's, a, it's almost a black. It's almost like blackout sort of level. Ruby Soho walks into frame. And she's she's excited. They're excited to go on this date. A SUV pulls in, and she's mm-hmm. sort of like, "Oh, it's, is this our car?" Which, mm-hmm. frankly, I didn't think the car was that nice. It wasn't like they played it off for like a Lamborghini pull. Like I mean, I'm lift, not a car yeah. guy, but this look. This, she was like, "Oh, is this our ride?" And Angela's like, "Oh no, we're over here." So they leave, and who gets out of the car? Zoobs. It's Ric Flair. Woo ings. He he looks. It's funny because Rick Flair's one of those guys who's been old for my entire life. And so uh-huh. old, it feels like I need new language. I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe what he looks because he looked old in, in 98 to me. But now we're here in 224. We've hit some choppy waves in the, <laughs> in the middle of this episode. <laughs> Because Ric Flair looks like shit. He looks like a lizard. He looks terrible here. Palliative. He looks palliative. <laughs> but he gets. Was, were you with me, Zeus? Were you like this car? Wasn't it? Wasn't crazy, right? Like, it was like a, it was like a lift. You could get an Uber XL. Not hard. Yeah, yeah that, that's right, Zeus. Uber XL. That's right. Uh, so we'll have to find out more on uh, Angelo and Ruby's date next week. How, how do you think it's going to go, Zeus? I was calling my wife. I was like, "Honey, the wrestling show has something for you. There's a date. I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, I." <laughs> I am pretty uh not staunchly, but like it's a pretty spotless record of like not caring about dating storylines and right <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Not really sure what this uh good Wrestling for them. And romance angles don't necessarily although I love uh, of course Hokuto and I, I like real life relationships where it's like, oh two cool wrestlers are married. That's cool, but on the TV show, who gives a shit? Must now they are Dog Ziggler as well. Yeah, that's right. Awful. Now they are a real life um, relationship. I'm, I'm gathering. Angelo and Ruby. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that I true? Feel, I think I have no idea. Uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, they're probably thinking, at all these terrible hipster bands. That's what they do together. They go and I'm watch. Thinking it, like, I'm thinking they must be. Otherwise, why would they be doing this? Very strange. Cinema romance. club together or something. Anyway, uh, maybe this is for somebody. Taint for me. Uh, we moved on, and somehow. It, the scene got worse, which was I was like, oh, okay. In hindsight, the dating story is not so bad. I get to see Ric Flair's <laughs> the organs because his skin is translucent. He is pissed, is one Ric Flair. He's mad because he thought he might be more central to Sting's retirement. And he's barely been here. He hasn't been here the last couple weeks. And he's like, I'm going to start cons- exploring some other options. He knocks on a door, and who answers? Zoobs is the EVPs, Matt and Nick Jackson, who allows Sting in. It looks like maybe Sting is flirting, turning to 
to join them and working against Darby and Sting. So I find this kind of hard to talk about, to be honest, because it's a objectively smart idea to do with Ric Flair right now. What do we do with him? We should turn him heel. They must have had that idea must have hit them like a bolt of lightning. People are not receiving this guy as we want him. We're the company that listens. But the problem is we don't like him for real reasons. And so it's the heat that he is able to harness here and, and, and will transfer a bit onto the Bucks. It isn't like good pro wrestling heat. It's not CM Punk telling you your town sucks. It's for real reasons. And so it's I find it difficult to articulate, but I do think they're making the correct decision and forcing him as a baby face alongside Sting's retirement would uh, was, was totally, totally uh, junk. And maybe Fruits of Heredible putting it better than anybody, a, a true understanding of the heat in the box. So two different paths walking down mentally on this, right? There's the there's 2024 reality that like seeing Ric Flair in general is just like a, a gut. I don't want this to be on the show. Full stop, right? Especially after Jake Hager. Just like I don't think that anything needs a Ric Flair storyline. Sort of my like overarching thing. The second track that my brain goes down is. If you zoom out on Sting's retirement and the last thing Sting does is his retirement match. If you look at Sting's entire career, his ups and his downs, the last thing Sting should do in the world is finally say fuck you to Ric Flair and not fall for the turn and not fall for it. The final He's finally learned the lesson and wised up and is not going to let himself get swerved by Flair and is going to let Darby be his friend. I think that's like it does complete the story. Unfortunately, to the first part, it does complete Sting's story in a very satisfying big picture way of his entire career. And so, it is tough to get around that too. Like it, it is very fitting if he does not fall, like you say, for the Ric Flair turn. So we'll see. Wow, Maddie Mack with the preemptive jugamote. That I guess the bottle preempts the jug. I guess probably. Why did Bottle to. never get over? Uh, Jug is with a signature look. Do you think Flair's going to turn heel here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they will just... And so, in that, do you think that Sting and Darby will win at Revolution? Because they have to overcome it. They can't have Flair interrupt and win, can they? Um, I mean, they could They could win it. Why not? Why not win it? I just feel like... I feel like Flair's usage is over when Sting's is. You know what I mean? Hopefully. God, Lord willing. I don't know. We'll see. This doesn't... I'm with you. He's just a total non-starter for me at this point. He doesn't have much to offer me. But I do think if you were, if you had to use him for something, this is probably what I'd be doing too. And I can give AEW that credit, I suppose. Yeah. And for point point out, it's going to be very overbooked to so get ready. Yeah, that's what, he's, that's, what, that's, what, that's what using Sting is, right? Is you... You have a bunch of hoot nanny and and look that way, look this way. Young bucks are great at timing that stuff out. Your other feelings about them aside, they are experts at timing out things and Absolutely. building crescendos and and having moments that you're like can clearly identify shifts. Um, I'm sure it'll be a fucking blast. To be frank with you, that's yeah. I think you're probably right about that. And I think Revolution just in general is shaping up to be a really good card. Yeah, agreed. Tony Schiavone is standing in the middle of the ring and he's here to introduce Daniel Garcia. Somebody I think everybody here can easily get behind. 
And Garcia has been granted a world title shot. It's going to be him and Ed Chopland, or sorry, him and Christian for the TNT title at Revolution. Before we talk about this, Zoobs, I want to do the second keep it or kick it. Because I don't want, you're such a persuasive speaker, you understand. Second keep it or kick it. Ready on the music, please, Maddie. Keep it or kick it. In his TNT title bid at AEW Revolution, Daniel Garcia should succeed and become the next TNT champion. Keep it or kick it. 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 Keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it, kick it, keep it. Somehow, some way, you may have got the same ratio on both of your title change question, keep it or kick it so far. This looks this looks almost identical to your last question. Maybe one less keep. I'll run them through anyway. Bobby Burritos, Gritchy, Nibble It's 05, Eric Hartman, and Hi, it's me, RL. Sam Fells, Fruits are Edible, Torque Penderloin, Stone Cold E.T., Geese Brecht, and Matt T. Mack, all keeping Sludge Williams and Dark Lord DKL kicking. Trillian McGinnis keeping. Season 55 keeping. Cycle like the Sedines keeping. Skookum Skookum keeping. McVander Huge is keeping. Pace Foul is kicking. Uh, yeah, a lot of people want the Dan G. Dance with the belt on this thing. People are, people are, people, the stomachs are growling. They're hungry for title change. And how does that reflect against the feelings of one, the Zoobs? Uh, you know, I didn't even consider it until we did this keep it or kick it. I was, I was like, Christian's probably going to win. Um, it feels weird to have both of those change in the same night. And I, I'm a little more talked into orange dropping than I am to this. Uh, I obviously love Dan Garcia and want him to succeed yeah. every day and be on my show every week and be very important and dance and talk and get better at everything like he does. And I can see Chopin costs him the strap. Uh, he costs Christian, and that sort of their feud goes on without the title. It's not about the belt for for Chope. It's for, it's about Christian, right? It's about I don't really better. see that happening. I yeah. think those guys are going to be aligned against the Bucks. The Bucks are, have already made it clear they want the legends. They're running races, people. I think you need Edge and Christian on the same page. I can almost see it going the other way, and him costing Dan G the belt. We'll see. Interesting. Um, would you do that? You do that, you do them against Young Bucks when Christian is still you have to get that title off him somehow, somewhere. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, I don't know. They'll they'll have to figure this out because I think they want to do an Edge and Christian tag run more than I'm interested in watching it, but whatever. Sure. But if I don't know, does the TNT title suit Dan G is kind of the real question going on in my mind here. Because I think unanimously, we all want more of him on television. Uh-huh. And so we're saying, we'll give him a belt because that's gets him on television more. But I want more of the, the full thing. I don't know. Just, I don't know. He does suit 
TNT matches, just having a match every week on television, but I want the world for him. He really feels like whatever push you were giving MJF at this time in his ascent, I would be looking at Dan G more of that than a TV champion. I really thought tonight he came across as a greater than and somebody that you could, and of course, maybe that involves winning the TNT title and moving up, but I don't know. I really think you can do whatever you want with this guy at the high end. So that's a no. Yeah, I'd probably say no. Yeah, I, my gut says no as well. I would be happy. I'd be very happy to be wrong about that. I'm just sort of, it feels not quite yet for the for the Christian change. It would be a nice. It would be a nice surprise. Maybe Luchasaurus turns. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how you how you orchestrate it. You sort of, if you're doing the Edging Christian thing, you sort of have to get him out of the patriarchy, and you then you have to get you have to get Luchasaurus and the Waynes all turning on him, sort of unitedly. I don't, I don't know if that's quite where it needs to be yet. Could Edge just join the family? Yeah, he could. Who knows? Here he is, though. He comes on out. It is Christian. We both know why you are the way you are, Daniel. Zoobs, Christian has done his research. And he's here to talk shit about Daniel Garcia's early life. And this is just full on. And I know that everybody knows this, but it is worth noting. This is Christian's gimmick. He makes fun of your early life in a real way. I don't know if you saw the tweet from Sean Corn Sapp, but the address that Christian cites is the cemetery where <laughs> Daniel Garcia's father is buried for real. Um, he says, you had a dark childhood, didn't you? Gives out that address. I understand that your father is dead. And Daniel Garcia has a good answer to this. He fires up. He says, oh, yeah, father's dead. Why don't I put you right beside him? He runs out. Nick Wayne comes after him. He submits him. Kill Switch runs in. And then, big pop of the night, Daddy Magic runs in to help even the odds. Because Angelo's on the date, you remember? Yes, that's right. I got to tell you, Zoops, I really think you can do something with Daddy Magic still. The crowd yeah. was into him here. And I thought in fighting off those guys, I was, I don't know. He throws the chair in, then he's flexing up on them. Like, you take the chair, I'll knuckle up. I don't know. I thought there was, I don't think the storybook is closed on Daddy Magic. I think there's something there. He's sick. Couldn't agree more, man. I think there's plenty, I think there's plenty more juice. I think he's a guy that's gotten himself over, over and over again in a bunch of different situations and, and can play at a lot of different speeds, which is really important. Um, big fan, big fan. Have been for a long time. He emits energy too, you know. For sure. His aura. He has aura. Yeah, he has aura. That's exactly right, Zoobs. He has aura. Like a certain co-host on this program. Yep. Slack. <laughs> Slack's not on this program. Slack is a very charismatic guy, though. There's no getting around that. People want Slack to like them so bad. I get that, sort of. You know? Because he's he's such a good hater that it's like, if you're, in, if you're something he likes, it's like... I love, liking, I love catching him liking stuff, don't you? It's the oh. best. <laughs> Especially if I like it. It was very validating. Uh, RVD, Hangman Page, and Hooker backstage. I love this version of Hangman Page, Zoobs, who is fired up, angry, sort of tonal opposite to RVD and Hook. He's doing his best to fire them up. Zoobs, we got to start smoking more weed. That is a huge, huge note people often give me. Have you seen how great Rob Van Dam looks? Yeah. This guy is the – Maddie. can you let us know how old exactly Rob Van Dam is, please? Yeah, 100. Uh, because this guy looks 
fantastic uh, out there. And I think he's responding well with Hook. And it needs to be said, Zub. ECW nostalgia. Sorry, is it Maddie? Uh, 53. 53. That's crazy. I would have thought he was 420. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's funny, Zub. You ever watch that that movie Pineapple Express? Or oh yeah, buddy, made? on repeat. Yeah, repeat. I, I have I have Reefer and then mm-hmm. somebody or, put... or, or uh, the the Cheech Chongers. I watch those. Kind yep. Of... Real real quick Idiot. real quick story because I know we don't want to keep on track. But uh, when I was a kid, uh, in the playground, somebody wrote four twenty on uh, the That's Jungle sick. Gym, That's and sick. a friend of mine was like, "That's." Oh. You know what that is? And I'm like, no, I didn't I didn't know what it was. He said, that's the sex time. That's, yep. the, that's the time where everyone has sex. And so for years, that's what I thought it was. Yep, there you pretty go. dumb. You, got, you were had. He got, got your me. ass. Got my ass. <laughs> You're like, aren't, you should have just been like, are people at work? Yeah, you would think. You'd think. People are fucking at work. I don't know. We're from home nowadays. People are having sex in the right. afternoon, on the clock. Like Lionel Richie says. That's right. Um, I don't know how much more appetite for Rob Van Dam I have on Dynamite, but I think the usage of him so far has been really good. And the value that ECW nostalgia still carries is, I don't even understand it, Zoobs. There's still juice in that sponge to a degree. I guess it has that thing where they, it never concluded. It never went steeply downhill. It went, you know, and gone, you know? Sure. Of course, not counting the reboots, but. He's incredibly over in there. It's incredible. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Looking great for 420 years old. Savani Winnell is out against Timeless Tony Store. We need to help Savani. We need it. Savani Winnell is not a good wrestling name. 0 for 2 is how I feel about the names there. Yeah. You can do it. Some some wrestlers, you want to be like, you can name yourself whatever you want, you know. You don't have to. Oh, yeah. You it's not to be the first thing that you think of, or like you don't have to like. There's not a limited amount of letters you have to piece it together for, right? You can do it's a limited blank canvas. Your last name certainly does not have to be Winnell. No, it could be the Zoobs. It could be. That'd be of course gimmick infringement. We'd sue you. Uh, yeah. She's out here for Timeless Tony, who gets a squash match, and I think that this is fun to see. She does all the character stuff, setting up. Her and Deanna, who's out for her next match against Madison Rain, and assumes AW production sucks in so many ways, but they really have this nailed where half the screen is black and white, half the screen is color, lots of good visuals between Deanna and Tony as they're sort of passing ships in the night. And I got to give them credit. This has been a well-built feud. I'm looking forward to this match at the pay-per-view, and I'm curious to see which direction it goes, and that's worth something. We go right into Madison Rain versus Deanna. Anything you want to say about Savani Winnell, Timeless Tony, or the face-off suits? No, not really. Um, my biggest takeaway also was like, man, they really nailed the fucking entrance ramp coloration. It looks awesome. So good. Well done. It looks like a fight poster in real time. Yeah. Good thing. Well, well said. I learn under your tree. Couldn't be. Oh, it's true. I'm so much better now than when we started, purely because I've just like stolen stuff you do. No, stop. That is just the truth. I've said it. That, go listen to any podcast appearance I've done in the last five years. All I, all I do is talk about uh, how, how bad things were before the Zoobs joined Wrestling Brain and changed my fortunes. And now I live in a mansion. I'm super wealthy. Yep. 
and have tons of money in the bank from it. That's the benefit of having a good wrestling stream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the money. <laughs> big, the big house, the money, the adulation, the respect from your parents and peers. Oh. Can't put a price on it. Baby. Yeah, everybody we thinks did. of it as such a good use of time. Is a nice thing. That's the big. Everyone's like, "Wow, that's smart of you to do." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. The return on time investment. I said here, eight years of wrestling podcasting has been. Imagine if I did something else this much. It might have gone better, Zeus, but you can't think about that. What are the odds of it going better? I mean, bad. Yeah. Here comes Madison Rain taking on Deanna Perazzo. And I thought this was kind of the low point of the show until the finish. You know what? Why even talk about the dog shit match? Let's just give it up for Deanna Perazzo, who, whether it was a botch or she just watched some all Japan women, she just drops uh, your gal on her head at the end of this match and then submits her. And they show the replay of this like three times. They know it's money. So I'm in the discord. I'm going, ah, not really good. The strikes look like shit. Then Deanna Prazo nearly kills her opponent, Madison Rain. I was like, good match. A little dump and bump, no problem. That was that was crazy though, wasn't it, Zeus? It was it was like, whoa, okay. Jump off the page, crazy finish. Yeah, absolutely. Don't do Madison that. To Rain. Me. Madison Rain, I want to say somebody that's been around, experienced, dot dot dot. I felt like I felt a little bit like I was watching uh knockouts division here, which I guess is like people always say you're sleeping on the knockouts division. Um, I love to sleep, though. Remains to be seen. Might just mm-hmm. be dreaming. That said, it is shocking to me that Madison Rain is the women's coach of this company. I've never seen her be the better person in the match. That's, yeah. She's coaching but, but what I saw out there tonight, Donna, Donna Pirazzo should be the coach of the women. That's not crazy. I don't know. I have no idea what it takes to be a good coach. I, there are very few coaches where you're like, that's a great wrestler. That's also a great coach. Doesn't seem to be a thing. I feel like you'd be a good coach, Zoops. I can't be true. I can't be true. I can't be true. What if you, what if you, you could just like speak in platitudes all the time. You could be like, that, oh, get up. That I could do. I, I don't have any expertise. I've just been the big harrowing remote, like learning of my mid to late thirties. Like I, I have no expertise. That. Yeah. I relate to that. It makes me sad a little bit. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't work to become great at anything. So way she goes. <clears throat> could have been a craftsman. We could have been craftsmen. We had, this, we had the, you know, what would you craft? I don't know. But this is the this is the, if I had the answer to these questions, boy, I wouldn't be sitting around moping about what's my craft. I'd be crafting. I think this is a worthwhile venture. If that makes you feel better, for sure. It does yeah, for sure. And I think you're an expert at it. People are always saying, "I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. I don't think I'm an expert." Listen, how many people? I've done shows with a billion people. No one better than the Zoobs. I know, but you can understand that that's not really a metric for expertise, right? <laughs> Me? Yes. You listen to my most recent blog show with, listen, I, I did a solid ten rain. minutes on how much better I thought the world would be if I said anytime anyone has an idea, it crosses my desk, and I just give her one of these. <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Think I had, of the, the world, other week, Zeus. Would you trust the other week me when with I that was, kind of? The week when I was on my vendor weekend, and I texted you. I was like, "We just we don't have to have work," you know. Oh. We don't have to have work. We just agreed. We all we're all agreeing to go every day. Someone invented it, man. On purpose. The Isn't big rock crazy? candy mountain where they hung the jerk, then invented work. Nothing, nothing has to cost money. We just, just oh. we just we say it does. And so you have to work to get more. It's crazy. Anyway, I don't want to I don't want to pull us too deep into this. 
It's so true, though. If I found the guy who invented money, Zoobs. Hope he's long dead. That's my, that's my, that's my hope. I'd bring him back to life just to kill him. No, I love that for you. Oh, wait, we can't say that on an air. In, I don't think pa- in a that. parody fashion. And I think. I'd make it fun. Love, I think we should say we love money. It's also the. Yeah. Money, 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 money. Yeah. When the, when the new Nintendo comes out, I want to buy that thing, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure. Costs money. Yeah, you got to have one. Everyone else will have one. Then we'll need to. What if my friends are talking about it and I don't have one? Why forget am I alive? It. Yeah, forget about it. Darby Austin Allen <laughs> is backstage in a, what looks to be some sort of haunted cathedral. Mm-hmm. Interesting episode of Double Dudes tonight. Yeah, we're we're dragging it out a little bit. Right? <laughs> 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 it's my bad. <laughs> You're going to bed late tonight, Sue. I am, clearly. When you're near the end, you realize what really matters. Sting was going through some photos earlier. Sting, can I show him? He shows a picture of Sting and his sons to the camera. This is the only thing that matters in the end. Loved ones and family. And I thought Darby was excellent here, for the record. I thought he was really, really strong. Then camera zooms out. And I thought your man Sting is the best promo I ever heard him give. Where he talks about, through his entire career... No one has ever messed with my family before. I've never had to experience it. And the timing's actually really bad because recently my dad passed away. He was a hero to me. He taught me to make things right. But it made me think about my own mortality for the first time. It made me realize time's catching up with me for sure. Bucks, you better be ready for the fight of your life at Revolution. Whew. Okay, Sting. All right, man. Nice. Using that real life experience and emotion in a pro wrestling promo. I loved it. What a time to cut the best promo of your entire career. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like legitimately. Yes. Legitimately. I can't think of anything close. All the other great singing moments are him being totally silent. Um, top absolute scores. This was beautiful. This was, this was, you show this to anybody, someone who doesn't um, enjoy wrestling and like, this is, a really beautiful piece of, of work here. Incredible performance. Really, really top level moving. Um, hit every note. I thought it was great. I agree with you and Marlon Phillips in the chat who's saying it got me so into the match. Yeah, this, wherever I was interested in the match, it got me thinking that Sting should win. Uh, whereas I've always been a go out on your back guy. I, I kind of want Sting and Darby to win, which is exactly what they're going for. So credit to them. I thought Sting was so good. And Dar- Darby in the setting and credit to the cinematography and the performance. Just a, a good piece of business here. Yeah, truly great. Just like you. Stop. Oh, interested to see what you thought of this, Zoobs. I was thinking of you during this one. Hey, now. People used to chant my name. I was the next big thing. Says Wardlow. Who's out here? And Zoops is yelling. He is yelling. That do you remember when I beat the best in the world within an inch of his life worse than anyone? Well, other people beat him. Uh, do you remember when that real world champion scurried out of here? Another allusion to CM Punk. Yelling. He says, what about that other guy who says he's better than you and you know it? I squashed him. Now, when Wardlow was pointing all this out, first of all, I thought he was delivering it all well. 
But I did think, man, how are you not more over? These are crazy accomplishments. Like this is, this is a really good resume, and he has very little to show for it. Maybe it's good to admit it. He says, I beat MJF. Remember when I was in there with the world champion Joe? I choked him out. And I look better in a custom suit than him, too. Debatable. Debatable suits. Samoa Joe looks good in a suit, no? Yeah, he looks good. You think we've been over, we've been over this a bunch of times. We've been, we've been over the my thoughts on Tony Soprano Joe a bunch of times. Yeah, but I'm wondering in comparison to Wardlow. I don't think it's a runaway. I don't think it's a runaway. I agree. For either guy. What do you think of him referencing, I'll say CM Punk in particular first, and then we'll talk about the, the other stuff. Good, man. This was good. I I would, I would love to have, I have my guard up on all things Wardlow. I thought this rocked, man. I thought this was the best he's ever looked, frankly. And 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 pretty simple. Uh, I thought it was fine. Yeah, very good. Referencing Punk specifically, totally fine. It's a, it's a thing that he has um, in his quiver, I guess. I thought all the other stuff was better, but I'm fine with him referencing Punk. He's coming back. What about the rest of the body here that he's talking about? He's coming back indeed. Uh, what about the rest of the body here? Reminding people of his, you know, sort of very strong resume. He'll win some of those relevant people in all of AEW. Good. Smart. The, the idea they've established that the, the, the way through a title is record and resume, right? And he has it. He actually does have it. You, you sort of, our mileage for him, uh, notwithstanding, he has all those boxes uh, checked and he has all those things he's done and you should use them to your, to your advantage. The only note in the negative is like, I in general am not a big fan of I'm not being booked right as a angle. I've sort of like, I've always hated it. And it's like, yeah, if you have more than one person doing it, especially at a time, it's just like, okay, what are we saying here? Like you're letting guys that go on the show and be like, the show isn't good. Like, I, I've never been, never been one that really loved that as a, like I'm not getting opportunities. I'm not getting the chances, especially how, with how good um, Swerve used that very same talking point. So I think it's hard to measure up like a guy that absolutely has made the most of his opportunities and chances. That's the, the second part of this, but man, I don't know. This is, this is good. It was very good. Like it, it's, it, it, it felt in place of a wrestling show. It does. He is right about like, in terms of like what a wrestler looks like and sounds like and does. Wardlow was a very prototypical guy in that way. And this is, maybe you lean into it more than you try to overdo it. Maybe instead of trying to do it too much the other way, we tried to do soft focus, talk about my family. We tried to do big, quiet brute. We tried to do guy who was too cool for school. Maybe he's a fucking big guy who yells. I don't know. It worked. I thought it was good. My interest in Wardlow or anything Undisputed Kingdom is you have to do something different to get me in the door. This is was high end, but what I think Wardlow does, it yeah. doesn't seem like there's growth. It's it's maybe a higher end. I need Wardlow to be like, I'm doing something different that's going to get you into me. I really think he should be in a tag team or so, something that changes his tonal vibe. Being whatever this guy Wardlow is, I, I don't think it's, it's ever going to get me really in the door, but I do think this was a great promo that he performed. So it can be both. Yeah. Good. Doing then they let us know on commentary that at revolution, there's going to be a match called meat madness. Yeah. He's serious up that Wardlow. They, they solved it. <laughs> Did anybody else when they said that right after he like gave this really angry pro was like, Oh no, we found out Wardlow's going to be in, in meat madness. I was like, 
Are they going to show Meat Madness on television? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Drake leak? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, very next thing is Meat Madness as well. Big, big Hobbs. Uh, very next thing is the... Oh, I hate these guys. The Bang Bang Acclaimed Gang. Yep. What are they called? Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Stupid. I don't know what they were talking about here, and I don't care. I'm so get the you got to get these guys out of here. Yeah, I also couldn't tell you they're they're doing like apologies for how the matches went and they're setting up. I don't know. It's so it's so dumb. It's so bad. Low point of the show like pretty it. consistently for me. Yeah, I I would like I love I'm a big fan of the guns though. You should get them out of there. Yeah, free those guys and Jay White. But it's funny that we've moved on to like the gun we, the how the alliances and allegiances and heat and overness has swirled around the guns and the acclaimed i think they're two teams very easy to compare to each other i'm now at like man the guns are too good for this like what get, get them out of here what is this yes. it's yeah. crazy i hadn't actually thought about that how the acclaimed don't really feel too good for it in a way and that's a little bit certainly acclaimed was more much more over than them at one point in time much 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 more i remember when the guns won the tag titles everybody was sort of like are they ready for this uh, and now i think that's that's aged pretty well mm-hmm then we get a video, Zoobs. Next week on Dynamite, Will Ospreay will be here. You get a, an assortment of clips from his appearances in AEW so far. Uh, promo saying that he's arriving. He's going to set a new standard. He's going to show the world what it truly means to be elite. Zoobs, I think they're doing right by Will Ospreay. I think this guy's going to arrive. I hate to... I know this is just sort of the only point anyone's making, but it is what I'm thinking he can maybe sort of fill the Kenny Omega singles match void that this company needs. And they're presenting him at a level that I think is in continuance with that. It's a big deal that Osprey is arriving in AEW and I'm very excited for it. Yeah. This package I think had me sort of clue in. It's like, they are like with this and the likelihood of Okada and some of the, like the possibility of top line, we sort of, when this company first started and, and it hit its first, that 2021 run, it was always all like the roster, the roster, the roster, the talent. We sort of gotten away, not gotten away from it, but like it hasn't been the same talking point as it was before. I think we're able to get back to that of like, man, it's going to, it's going to fucking rock to have pay-per-views and like, know that you have an Osprey match, know that you're having an Okada match. Like you're sort of getting that upper crust yes. of quality wrestler. It's like, that is, that is pretty fucking cool to think about in the coming, in the coming months. I do agree with Sam Fells, though, that uh, Will Ospreay's big AEW exclusive uh, Dynamite debut is in Huntsville, Alabama. The most English guy I can think of. You, you think you'll ever be in Huntsville in your life, Soups? That's, I, won't, I won't rule it out. I won't rule it out. But it'd, it'd be quite a story as to how I got there. That's for sure. Very excited for the arrival of Will Ospreay. And his match against cool. Takeshita at Revolution is probably my most anticipated thing on the card right now. Yeah, I would agree. And then Renee Paquette is backstage with Don Callis, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Kenosuke Takeshita. There's no trouble in this family. Don wants it to be clear. Osprey and Takeshita are just pushing each other. This is Osprey's welcome. They've had f- matches before uh, within the Callis family. They're going to be fine. Now, people thought that Tony Khan was going to be picking up Will Ospreay and taking him on a private jet back to England. Nay, nay, nay. I am going and picking him up soon. He then hits Will Hobbs on the chest, calls him the strongest and most violent man in AEW. Not sure I agree with that. 
And he is also going to be in meat madness. And then on his way out, Zoobs, he does something I like. He calls Sammy Guevara a cuck. He sure does. Yeah. He's the most I've liked Don Callis in ages. He's like, Sam Guevara, you little cuck. I'm not, I'll be watching you. Like, oh, that's, yeah, that's great. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Meet Madness. That's probably something with a stupid name, but coming out of the pay-per-view we're buzzing about. Those are two. This is going to be some sort of six-man elimination 305 live match. That, that'll be fun, yeah. right? I think it'll be all the big, all the big guys, and hopefully, hopefully it's not a hopefully it is elimination and not a battle royal, like a not oh, a over the top. Don't even put it out there that it's a battle royal. Yeah, I'm worried it might be. I'm worried it yeah. might be. Who else to get Lance Archer in there? I guess Jake Hager. Maybe that's why he's having so Keith Lee in there. If you really had to, yeah, yep. Shane Taylor, yeah, playing with the big boys now. It will definitely be a battle royale. Thinks the original Swagman. That sucks. I hope you guys are wrong. Me too. And then it's time for our main event. Whew. It's Samoa Joe, Brian Cage, and Swerve Strickland taking on Hangman Page, Rob Van Dam, and Hook. Sort of a house showy hodgepodge match, but Zoobs, the overness of everybody in this match was impressive to me like people were coming alive for the tags like you would expect it played in the most fun i mean the heart of this is swerve and hangman is the feud and you have hook trying to get back his win on joe he does get to hit a giant suplex in this the crowd really comes alive for and then of course brian cage is just sort of there to be your fall guy but i i really had a blast watching this match given what it was did did you enjoy this collision of the the six guys here yeah i really think they're doing right by hook i've really been impressed with the hook this, this next chapter of Hook after the Jack Perry stuff and after the first wave and after the debut stuff, find, just finding ways to get him in matches with good wrestlers and getting him on TV and getting him comfortable without losing the mystique, without losing the appeal, without losing, um, you know, he's he's falling down the car because he's losing. They're doing a really good job of keeping him momentum, keeping him on the show. I'm I'm really uh, impressed with, with their handling of him and I like Fired up Hangman, a lot of great pairings. Uh, you're absolutely right. Rob Van Dam is 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 still very over. Um, the crowd was good for it. And I thought, you know, it sort of had showcase match vibes versus um, Blood Feud or the, the quality that we saw yeah. off the top of the show. But um, I was in a good mood by the time we got there, right? I, I, I enjoyed the Sting stuff. I enjoyed uh, the Wardlow stuff. I enjoyed the opener. I enjoyed so much coming into this that I was like, you know what? A nice, a nice flare gun into the air at the end here and we have a little fun and have a party and then we get what is, you know, we've known from AEW, this is almost sort of more of a go-home show than next week I expect it to be. Yeah. Next week I expect to be like the horses trotting carefully down the last line here, nobody get hurt sort of thing. This is your little bit of like this week and last week a little bit more really get a fire going and make sure things are where they need to be heading into the pay-per-view. Um, I thought it accomplished that very well as well. And you sort of, you knew all the different methodologies and all the different um you know, alliances and allegiances and, and reasons for being there. I think the homework being done uh, helps to lift as well. Totally agree. Um, I also agree with Bobby Burritos in the chat. This was nothing on paper, and I just loved it. The, everybody coming alive. pointed out the pairings. I think that really is the standout here. You get to see just a bunch of stars collide, and that's a fine main event. I don't want this to be the Dynamite go-to, a mishmash six-man. that I lived yeah. through years of that being Monday Night Raw, but once in a while especially if you have these guys at the ready. You go ahead and do it, and I'll get into it. So, yeah, 6.25 out of 7 Dynamite for Mizu's. Smashing. 
Smashing is right. Yeah, I like that. A little production note. Uh, Matt and I are gone to a cabin the weekend of Revolution, so I won't be here for the post-show. So I don't know if people want the the Zoob solo post-show like they got on WrestleDream. I know people enjoyed that. Uh, But that week, I don't know if Torque Penderloin's in the chat. I would like to do a Revolution pre-show, so stay tuned to our YouTube for that. Look for Slack and I and maybe some guests doing our Revolution pre-show on there. I hear I am just saying Slack's going to do it. He's not. He's not. Uh, maybe he is. Ooh. Maybe he's not. I don't know. Cup to hear. People want. People want Zoob's post show. Do people want Zoob's talk radio, which he counter-programmed Meltdown with the other night? I, I'm there. <laughs> I'm there promote Meltdown. I go here's here, Zoob's. He's here talking. He's talking baseball. Tis the seas. Tis the seas. Uh, do people want it? Yeah. Yes, we do. Says the original Swagman Marlon Phillips. Good night, Eric. Sleep well, brother. Oh, hey, it's me and Arl saying, did you see Hanger might have legit hurt himself at the end of the match? No, I didn't see that. Boo hiss. That would be a disaster. I really hope that it is nothing major, if that's the case. After my very words of talking about how this is the show where they go harder and next week they go light, this is where he gets hurt. Ugh. Azubes, tons of people want, they want the solo Zoob show. They love it. And Pacefall is going to the show. Pace, I think you're going to get like a blow away pay-per-view. I really think Revolution's going to kick ass. Is, I'm I'm way higher on this than I have been the last couple. Um, oh. I'll call, call them domestic pay-per-views. I think this is the most excited I've been for an AW pay-per-view since All In. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think that's right. We're two hours into the show, so I could be wrong. I was off the Muscle Buster landing. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. That damn Joe. Yeah, but it's, I'm probably at a seven excitement too for Revolution, somewhere in that vicinity. Um, but yeah, maybe we'll get a pre-show uh, up on the YouTube for maybe Thursday, Friday. We'll see. But if you want more of us before then, come back Monday for WBCW Meltdown. Come back Wednesday. We'll be back for A Double Dudes, of course. Uh, Zoops, anything you want to say to the people before Maddie and I uh, say goodnight to them for reals? Love and energy. That's all I got. Love and energy. Zoops.